I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? As well as Denise Warner. Hello. Denise is making her second appearance on the Must Hear Music podcast, so we're excited to have her. And I'm really excited to be here. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And uh, yeah. shout out to Erica, who's at South by She's Southwest. Doing thing. She's doing yeah. the South by thing. So uh, good for her, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that that basically sincere. means there's not someone eating a piece of cheesecake. Yeah, in the, that's true. Usually I, I brought my multigrain chips. Yeah, Should I be my, eating a piece water. of cheesecake? Did I miss? If the you boat? could bring a piece of cake next time, okay. that would be fantastic. Fair. Fair. Um, let's get. A, I mean, yeah. Let's start off with obviously the biggest album release of the week, perhaps even the year. Oh. Dare I say that? No offense to Madonna, but oh. Kendrick Lamar surprise released uh, or. Surprise release. release, half surprise released. His second album, To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, so let's talk about that. The one I wanted to hone in on is uh, King Kunta, but by all means, let's feel free to just talk about anything. So what, I, I know we're all fans of this, but but Denise, what is, what is it about this album that you really like? I like it all. I like the interview with Tupac at the end. I think that's very creative. And it's just... I find it, it's very difficult for me to listen to an entire album of anything. And I'm not the biggest hip hop person. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I'm just not like, I don't know too much about it. I Mm -hmm. shouldn't say that, but I just said it. So it's fine. So, I mean, my favorite is obviously like my, uh, my favorite like rap album is still my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, which is another one that I can just listen to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But that's what I really liked. I mean, I feel like it was such an experience and like, I don't know that I can call out any songs that I particularly enjoyed. I just kind of like the entire, the entire, all of it. Right. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, this has just been such an interesting album to listen to. I, I, I really like it as well. Um, it's, it's hard, it's hard for me to really talk about this album yet because I, there's so much going on in it. There, mm-hmm. I mean, it's 16 songs long. Each song just feels like this this monstrous opus that you kind of have to break down piece by piece by piece. I mean, I've been spent I don't know about you guys, but I've been spending a lot of time like on Rap Genius just dissecting the lyrics, going through references I might have missed. Yeah, I've been doing a bit of that too. I mean, it's just it's so dense and it's funny because I I I've gone back and forth a little bit. I mean, mostly it's it's my reaction has been positive. Um in terms of going back and forth a little bit, I part of me is like I, I feel like Kendrick's a little bit self-conscious on this album. I, I remember um, he talked about I, I forget who it was with, but he talked about how 
he wants to pimp a butterfly to appear in like history textbooks. And I wonder if that really affected his creative process at all to kind of not focus on, you know, he's so, uh, I should say he's so focused on the social aspects and these messages that, that maybe, you know, he's almost too focused on it and it, it sacrifices a little bit of the song craft. I mean, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen on Twitter and stuff, people, people, a lot of people love this album. A lot of people don't love this album. I just think, I mean, you kind of touched on it. It's like too soon for people, especially, I mean, listen, I'm going to say it's a great album because like, it's not my expertise. It's not my area, but like for people who are really into this all the time, I feel like any album is just really difficult to decide after two days and like two listens and like, how are you, how is it going to hold up? Like what, is it really going to be in the history books? I mean, I was a history major. I don't remember too many rap albums (laughs) being in my history books. But then of course, like when I was in high school, like we stopped. Tipper Gore hated rap. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But yes. So, um, it's, it's very difficult to see the lasting impact on anything after two days that it's been out. Yeah. I mean, and, and to circle back to what it, you know, what, what I was saying and, and what Denise is saying. I mean, it's just so hard to kind of put a bow on this whole thing of like so, somebody was, um, I, I, uh, Stephen Hyden, who's a, who's a writer for Grantland was like bemoaning all the hot takes on, on Twitter. He's like, yeah, we know it sounds like the seventies. Yeah. We know it's, it's intellectual. It's That's like, why I kind of like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> no. And it, it does do all those things, but it's, it's just like, it's so many things at once. I, I, Again, going back to like what I was saying with the whole self-consciousness, I do feel like some parts of it are a little more dense than they should be, than they need to be. However, there are so many things on this album that most rap artists, let's say most musical artists in general would just never touch upon. Like I, I think of a song like um, Complexion with Rhapsody, who's a, um, a, an artist I really like as well. And I mean, the whole the whole point of that song is these two you know, African-American artists talking about their skin color as opposed from being a light-skinned African-American to a dark-skinned African-American, what that means in their society. And it's just so interesting to me. Like, obviously, the song itself is great, but it, it just what they're talking about is not something that everyone talks about. And really, some poignant stuff going on in that song and in a lot of these songs. I mean, it's just, I'm still getting a handle on it, but it's it's something that I, I am pleased to immerse myself in. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just gonna say I don't care if it's too early or not. Like, Ooh. I think it's a classic. Wow. I know it's, it seems silly to say that right away, but it's just this is like exactly what I I don't want to say what I wanted from Kendrick, but kind of what I love about music is like an album that can come out that is so complex and socially relevant and musically fantastic. And I yeah, I mean, maybe there are parts of it that are a little too much, but I think I almost prefer albums like that. Like I'm a huge public enemy fan for that reason. Um, Like I would rather have an album where the highs are ballsier and more interesting. If that means that there are a couple misfires or a few moments that maybe go on too long. Like I'm totally willing to allow for that. And uh, I mean, musically, yeah, I think his first album or, you know, his first proper album um, had probably more immediately memorable songs, but I feel like, the music on this is every bit as good. Maybe yeah. I think even a more cohesive listen overall. Like I think stylistically this holds together yeah. a bit better. I and th- a lot of people have kind of blasted the um, pr- 
predominance of talking on this. And I think for the most part, like the drunk talking on you, I think is just brilliant. The yeah. drunk talk rapping, that's fantastic. And honestly, I feel like when, you know, at the end, there's the whole uh, Tupac thing. I feel like when you have talking at the end of an album, it's almost like it's not there. Like if you want, it's for the people who care about it. And if you don't (laughs) want it, it's at the end of the album. Just stop listening and start over. (laughs) You know, how Kanye's first album had a shitload of talking at the end. Most people tend to only listen to that once and then not listen to it again. J. Cole's last album did the same thing. He had like 10 minutes of credits just basically like thanking people. It's like... I feel like you can get away with talking at the end of the album. Yeah, the whole, I mean, doesn't count. every Outkast album has a ton of skits on it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, we live, we don't live in like an era where we can't skip over those songs anymore. So. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, it's interesting because I, I feel like this is just a tougher album to process because you think about Good Kid, Mad City that just that album just had a lot of immediate songs that were just just bangers like if you think about backseat freestyle money trees and mad city and and all these songs that you're just like they weren't necessarily like singles but they were just like oh man like just core hip-hop fans could really soak in what they were trying to do and this one is is less accessible in that way but like i said like the more time you spend with it i I think its virtues really come out now, Jason, as our Grammys predictor, yeah. do you think this is an early favorite for yeah. album of the year? I think it has to be, right? It ha- I mean, what? I, I, mean, I mean, it doesn't Dark have Twisted to be. Fantasy didn't even get the album of the year. Which was crazy to me, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah, I know. It's That is that is crazy. Yeah, I remember 2010 was just a weird year because uh, Speak Now, my favorite Taylor Swift album, also wasn't nominated for album of the year. And I was really sad about that, too. So it feels like right now it's 1989 versus To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, it really does. And, you know, there's even some other stuff in there, uh, like the the D'Angelo album. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just we already have some really interesting, uh, you know, potential nominees so far. But I I think that, I mean, if Good Kid Mad City was nominated, this is more, you know, it's it's it speaks to such a large audience um i think the reviews the reviews are still coming in but they've been mostly positive so far i I haven't really even seen any like negative reviews so i think it definitely has a good shot and uh you know kendrick just won two grammys on uh based on i which is it what what do you guys what do you guys think of the new version of i on this song which or on this album which is like the live version i think it's great i mean you know again it's the whole thing like some talking is thrown in so that's bound to kind of like grade on people maybe after yeah. multiple listens, but I, I still think it works in the yeah. context of the album. Yeah. I kind of find the whole thing fascinating with how he just sang that, what he, which what he did it on Colbert. Was it Colbert? Yeah. The yeah. untitled song. The yeah. untitled. And then like how just, I mean, I guess how this whole thing and how he's promoting it and how it's just the, the whole Beyonce dropping thing yeah. now is just, what are people doing? And it's confusing and, I don't know. I just like the album. Yeah. It's it is interesting how he he did this before and it's funny because um I don't know if you either of you guys know the song Cartoon and Serial. It's a song that he put out like a couple months before Good Kid Mad City and it well actually a little probably a little bit more than that, but it's a song with gunplay. And um it's one of my favorite Kendrick songs and it just doesn't have an album. <laughs> it's just it didn't appear on Good Kid Mad City. Just was kind of out there. It's not on any mixtape or anything like that. But that Colbert song might be the exact same thing. Just be like, ah, here, here you go. Here's a song. (laughs) Does this album really have any singles? True singles? Do you think? 
Um, I don't really think so. What's funny is that, and you mentioned King Kunta, which is my uh, probably my favorite song in this album. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, it's so funny because if if it was a if not to say like not to say it should have a different title because you know, but it, the fact that this the title like references you know the the central character of roots like it's not like it's not an immediate you know single to me <laughs> if mm. it, if it was king kendrick if that was the name of the song like maybe it, oh yeah that's the single but it, just because and again i don't i i wouldn't want that to happen but it's just funny how he, he kind of purposely made a, an anti-singles album. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, let's listen to King Kunta. So that's, um, you know, about the protagonist in Roots, who I don't know if a lot of people know is actually based on a real person. You yeah. know, I think to a lot of people it's just a TV miniseries. But Kunta Kinte was a real man who tried to escape from slavery many times and ended up getting um, part of his foot cut off. So, yeah. you know. And he references like, that. And he talks about this. This is like a very real song and you know he's he's you know basically talking about everything from that to richard pryor to bill clinton like yeah Kendrick has a lot on his there's mind. so many things and like like you know I, I thought about the richard pryor and bill clinton line um just about how like power uh and you know vice can corrupt someone um and which is what he talks about a lot in this album kind of put his first like post fame album so i mean yeah, I feel like we're kind of preaching to the choir. I'm sure anyone who's listening to this podcast is aware that Kendrick <laughs> Lamar has a new album. But like, just uh, my advice would be just to like, just like check out the lyrics and and you know see see all the references because they're so it's so much fun. Yeah, this is a great album to uh, hit up genius with. So, but let's listen to it. so King Kunta from "To Pimp a Butterfly" from Kendrick Lamar. Oh, all right, that was Kendrick. Next up, let's talk about uh, Just Dropped Song, Martin Garrix featuring Usher. Yeah. Oh, I'm so into this, too. I'm Song's glad you called picked it. Yeah. Don't Look Down. Yeah, this... Um, Guys, I'm becoming like an EDM and rap fan. Like, what's going on? Yeah, Billboard. <laughs> the way... The- <laughs> popular tastes are going i love it i love it yeah so this this song just came out um martin garrix featuring usher and it's funny because usher i mean i'm, I'm a huge usher fan and we've talked about this on the show before he, he keeps putting out really great song after really great song um i'm mm. not sure if, wow I don't know about all right lately all right, mm, you don't like sure. i don't mind 
It's okay. I mean, but wasn't uh, what was the Minaj one? That's a pretty. She came to give it to you. Not, not. Uh, a great I really song. like that song too. Anyways. Anyway, so this is uh, the song called "Don't Look Down." <laughs> is uh, in the vein of you know what he did with Swedish House Mafia, which is Scream, and then. DJ God has fallen in love. I, I actually think it's stronger than both of those songs. I, I think it's just like what he does, he, the way he plays with his voice, the way he plays with his delivery on this song is really exciting. Usher just keeps finding ways to, you know, stay ref- relevant. Yeah, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and refresh his sound. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's a blast to listen to. I really hope, I mean, this just came out, so it hasn't appeared on any charts yet, but I really hope this kind of, this song kind of crosses over. What, what do you like about it, Denise? I, I'm just like into it. Like I can dance <laughs> to it at my seat and it sounds like something like I would put on. See, this is the biggest compliment I can give. If I want to put it on my like iPod to work out to. Oh yeah. And like no, listen I to it a ton. I totally agree. Like that's, that's kind of how I feel about this song. Yeah. 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 I think this is, I think it's good and I think it's um, kind of an interesting, but I, I suppose probably predictable Move for Martin Garrix yes. because uh, you know he he's very young. He is a, a cherub-faced young he's man so who does yes. He has like he's sparkling good... eyes and like Ken doll features, basically. That's not why I like it. I'm just he just happens to. That's be why pretty. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Um, but yeah, when he, I mean he broke through with Animals, which is a, a catchy EDM song, but it is like a very EDM song, and and yeah. this has like it adds a little guitar in. Like this is more of the kind of. David Guetta like reaching out for a crossover hit yep. sort of thing. So this is, I mean, and obviously Usher's on it too. So I think this is also probably a a good wise move for Martin Garrix that he's yeah, kind of expanding and I, his palette. And I agree that it might it, it might be a little bit faceless in terms of like you don't really. I wouldn't listen to this song and be like, oh, obviously that's Martin Garrix. Totally. But I think it's strong enough that that doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, I think that, I mean, and like, he's young in his career. Like, I think it's fine if he wants to do, like, kind of the quote-unquote faceless material and as well as some, you know, like, deeper stuff. Like, if you, yeah, if you to told me that this was a David Guetta song, like, I would... You would 100% believe it. Yeah. Believe it. You would not 100%. be like, no, that is a Martin Garrix <laughs> beat. I think you could have told me that was an anyone song, <laughs> and I would have been like, sure. This is, this is the new Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Within reason, wow. guys. Although, can I tell a funny story? I know we stopped talking about Kendrick, but I was listening sure. to it and on Spotify, and then all of a sudden, Cashmere started playing, and I was like, oh, he's sampling Led Zeppelin. That's so awesome. And then I realized it was a Spotify oh. commercial. <laughs> I love anyway. I love so, this happens. is why I need to be, yeah. this like, is why you leashed. will not be invited. Back. Yeah, this is why I don't <laughs> get to be on the Mustier Music no, podcast. I, you guys, I love that. music so much. I love, I, I, I have done that many times. I've li- like listening to like a sad album and then the Spotify ad, like, bum, bum, yeah. bum. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> like or really, York's YouTube, like crying like, about her boyfriend and yeah, then all exactly. of a sudden it's like a dance bum, party. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Like you click on a YouTube song and it plays you another song as like a 15 second preview. Yep. And like, exactly. why does this sound exactly like Britney Howard? It's like, oh, it's because <laughs> it is Britney Howard. Yeah. Um, exactly. Anyways, but let's listen, listen to Martin Garrix featuring Usher, Don't Look Down. All right, that was the new Martin Garrix and Usher. Uh, next up, let's do the latest of Monsters and Men, a Denise pick. Song is Crystals. So, uh, so you're a big fan of, I of love the Monsters My and Head the Men. is an Animal. I love that whole album. I believe they, of Monsters and Men, I think I first heard 
the little talks little yeah. talks um at spring training when i visited my parents like two years Aww. ago and i was like oh i kind of like this song and then they were on snl and i listened to the whole album i was so into it and i'm really excited i love crystals it does sound a lot like their first album <laughs> not gonna lie but the sound works for them and it makes me feel very springtime in new york which i'm just really looking forward to like i'm yeah. walking down the street and i'm <laughs> listening to it i don't know i like their sound i like their lyrics I'm into it. Jason, you are not a big fan, yeah, right? But you did like this song. I do like this song. Yeah. I, I think that of Monsters and Men, it's interesting because this came out exactly one week after the Mumford and Sons song. And um, um, Monsters and Men, maybe a little bit unfairly, kind of gets grouped in with that like new folk mm-hmm. revival with like Mumford and Lumineers. It sound and, like, I mean, for me, yeah, it's, it's a little more Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's almost just more like regular rock, kind yeah. of classic rock, yeah. than mm-hmm. it really yeah. is a sort of folk revival. Yeah, I totally agree. And it, I think this, this song, Crystal's kind of underlines that point because there's nothing really folk about it. It sounds like an arena rock song. And I, I just think that... You know, this song is like, it's like spilling out metaphors left and right. And it has this really big chorus. And I just like all of it. Like, it's just like a a big, fun rock song to me. I love the old man in the lyric video. It's fun. Yeah, he's he's having a blast. He has a good beard. If if you haven't seen the lyric video, video, watch it. Guy with the big beard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, listen, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of them either. I, I do like the song. I like uh, kind of the pummeling beat thing they have going on with the mm-hmm. drumming. It's big. It's just big. It's just, yeah, it's a big song. Like, this is the kind of thing that if it pops up on radio, it's never going to, like, offend you. You're not going to be like, oh, God, this song again? Right. Like, it's just a solid listen. Yeah, and I think going back to the Mumford & Sons songs, I, I feel like this is similar mm-hmm. to Believe in, in the fact that they they seem designed for those big festival crowds. Like, this mm-hmm. is the song, like, to me, this is the song that they play at, like, Bonnaroo or wherever they're they're playing this year, um, like to to end the set. Like this is like, oh, thank you guys. We have one more. It's called Crystals, and it, like it's just a huge, huge. Uh, a, you know, the iPhones come out. Yeah, exactly. It just along. Seems, and it's it definitely seems like that, and that's fun. I mean, it's 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 fun to experience that. It's fun to listen to this song. I, I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see it live. So I'm excited for their whole album. Yeah, I'm June. Ready. They're June? coming back. June. Yeah. All right, well, let's listen to it uh, of Monsters and Men, Crystals from their upcoming album. All right, that was of Monsters and Men. Uh, Next up, let's talk about Steve Grand, guys. So we've got the debut album from Steve Grand uh, premiering exclusively on Billboard.com this week. Right now. Right now, literally right now. Uh, it's called All American Boy. So yeah, Steve Grand. I mean, that was like almost, I guess, a year and a half ago. He kind of like made a splash because he more or less became the first openly gay country singer to start a career. There have been country singers who have come out before, but he began his career by just being openly out of the closet. Yeah. And you know, that's a big thing. Country music is is not exactly known for its inclusiveness when yeah. it comes to homosexuality so you don't say uh so yeah so it was like a big thing and he's got his first album out the song i wanted to talk about is is whiskey crime which is just a really fun like drinking song and it occupies that nice space between 
which a lot of country music these days does, which it really, like, if you tweaked it, this could just be, like, a classic rock track. Like, this mm-hmm. is as much rock as it is country. I've listened to the rest of the album. Like, other parts of it definitely are more country-ish. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is just kind of one of those, like, drinking songs about how, like, I don't like tequila, I don't like beer, like, I like whiskey and... And, you know, it's it's also St. Patrick's Day week, so yeah. I think you know, a little shout-out to whiskey. Um, back in my, again, oh, my gosh, I'm talking about high school again. In my high school days, I was a big country fan. And it was uh. it was right before Taylor Swift had taken country into pop there. Mm-hmm. You know, Shania Twain had started doing the both both versions of yeah, her songs. Right, but it was still, like, very twangy, like, you know, and and then Montgomery Gentry, and this song reminds me of Montgomery Gentry a, a lot. Had like a couple songs that were very like more rock, and I think like I haven't listened to a ton of country lately, but I feel like that whole rock country thing mm-hmm. is like just a big deal right now. Yeah. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but I, I actually really I enjoyed this. I haven't listened to the whole album yet, but this song was really fun. Yeah, I I like the lyrics to this song. I think the song itself is a little bit forgettable. Um, little. I mean, you know, no offense, of course. No, none no offense, taken. of course. He's trying I to offend you. I'm trying to offend yeah. Joe. I think I, I don't know. No, nothing about the song in terms of the uh, instrumentation really grabbed me. But I, I liked what Steve was doing on this on this track, and in terms of like, you know, he he's he's pledging his allegiance to that whiskey way of life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, gotta love it. By the way, I know you call him Steve. I think it's Mr. Grand to Mr. you, Grand. actually. <laughs> all right. If you all don't right. like him, you have yeah. to call him Mr. Like- Grand. <laughs> well said. I, 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 I like Mr. Grand's music. And if you're the New York Times, it's Mr. Grand. I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he's a good. I think he's a good writer. I just think that I, I'd like to hear something, and and I'm I'm happy that the rest of the album's streaming on Billboard.com right now. I am too. No, mm-hmm. I, I I think what you're saying, you're you're right. This isn't like the most like, am I going to be listening to this a year from now? Probably not. But yeah. I, I think I like this song, and I like the lyrics, and I like the tone of it. I, ju- I just feel like with with this album, we're getting a sense that maybe with, like, a real big label push behind it. Like, and yeah. some, like, top-notch songwriters. Totally. Which, to be fair, like, most of the country people and bands out there, like, sure, they write their stuff, but they have, like, studio a pros lot of who are, like, yeah. tweaking that shit. Yeah. So, and I feel like with that, with that kind of, like, studio polish he could, you know, sit comfortably alongside Lady Antebell. And he's super whatever. cute, which has to and help. Yeah, he's very good looking. Mm-hmm. He's like, he, he, he modeled. Like, mm-hmm. there are pictures of him. He's just like ripped. I mean, yeah, I guess he's ripped. I don't know, six pack and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so now we got, so Steve and Martin Garrix this week. Steve and yeah. Martin, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got a couple of cute boys this week. <laughs> Plus the old man on the Monsters and Men video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that guy is a That babe. guy is super he's bangable. the winner of the week. Yeah. Um, anyways, let, let's listen to it. So, Steve Grand, Whiskey Crime. All right, that was Steve Grand. Next and last, let's talk about uh, Future. Another cutie. Another another cutie. Uh, March Madness. Kendrick. Come on, this is just <laughs> all all the dudes this week. Uh, yeah, so Future, who is one of my personal favorites, dropped a new track on Monday. It's called March Madness, just in time for for March Madness. Denise is very excited because uh, she loves Kentucky. I do. So six six games. Six, six games. games. <laughs> they got six games to go. Um, yeah, it's just so I I I loved uh, Future's album last year. Honest. 
I loved his mixtape this year he made with Zaytoven called Beast Mode. Um, I don't love this song, but it's just like everything future related just kind of appeals to me on a bass level. So it's just kind of like this wrecking ball of a song that just kind of plows its way into my heart. And I will let it remain there. Even though it's not his best song, I've been listening to this a good amount. Um, I just kind of want to see what you guys... I don't know if we've ever talked about Future on this show. We have, yeah. We have? And I, I don't mean to uh, to say... That I feel like I said the same thing last time we <laughs> talked about it. But I am like so... I'm like a fair weather Future fan. Like ah. I can... If I get a song I like from him, I'm like, yeah, this is fantastic. And then when I hear one that I'm not a fan of... I am 100%. Not only is it that I don't like it, but I'm like, why is this guy famous again? <laughs> because, he, you know, I think a lot, I the whole, you. like, auto-tune singing, like, He's puts a lot Steve of people Grant, off. Basically, oh, right? yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> and, Mr. Um, future. And I Joe. definitely, yeah, I definitely fall in that category when I, when I hear a future song that I'm not crazy about. I'm like, God, like, why are people into this? But So where where does March This Madness one is, like, leaning towards I'm not a big fan of oh, this. No. Um I like I like the lyrics <laughs> musically I'm not, not not terribly memorable but it's fine I guess. Uh, <laughs> so fun. What do you what do you think? I forgot to listen to oh, it. That's okay. I didn't oh, do man. my okay. homework. <laughs> you really flubbed this one. all of them. And then I realized you said one more I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> Oh no! (laughs) But where where is Future? Does he have an album coming out this year, Uh, or is this just like a stray track? That this is just kind of probably a stray track. I mean, hey, it's March Madness time. It is March Madness. Put out a song called March Madness. I think that it's just like when like what Future has been doing this year with this song and his Beast Mode mixtape is like if you really like Future, if you really really like Future, this stuff's gonna appeal to you. If you're like 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 yourself, Joe, like just kind of like here, but you're kind of more skeptical Then you're not going to like this stuff because it's very like very undergroundy future. And I appreciate it. Um, I'm sorry. Maybe I'll get you on that train soon enough. man. <laughs> Maybe that Maybe. future train. Maybe next time on the future train in the future <laughs> in the future. Yes. Come on. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Come let's. On, I tried the pun. Yeah. yeah. Was, well, I'm gonna try it here. Let, well, let's go back to the back future, to the future. Oh, and listen yeah. to it. I'm sure I'm like the hundredth million person to make that joke. Um, but let's. Yeah. So let's listen to it. The very topical and divisive, <laughs> apparently, uh, March Madness from Future. Alright, that was Future. That's all we got this week. Thank you, Jason, for stopping by. Thank you, Denise. You're very welcome. Even though you didn't do all of your homework, I didn't do all my homework. You're still going to get a passing grade. (laughs) Denise was enthusiastic. I am very enthusiastic. Even if I don't necessarily always say the best things. things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, anyways, yeah. So great, great week for stuff. Oh, we had a we had a Twitter request. Oh, we we did. Yeah, that's right. Next week, I want to shout out. Yeah, Tink. But let's. We should talk about it in more depth next week. But yeah, someone had the Twitter uh, rec from yeah. Tink, who is great and who I meant to include last week, and then I forgot about it. And I forgot about it right now too. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to that Twitter user. We'll, and, we'll, uh, we'll name check you next week. We'll name check you next week. Yeah. Don't Anyways, worry. have a great week. If you have any recs, tweet them at us. We'll see you next time. <laughs> 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.